When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Start a journey. Not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread Packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Welcome back. It is time for our Bears versus the Washington Commanders preview. Hello, Zach. Welcome back. Steve, good to see you once more. Short week turnaround, but hey, it's time for another game. Let's just hope it's let's just hope that it's not like people are predicting where it'll be the worst Thursday night football game of the season. Well, we thought about that with the Giants and it was slowly like that, but at least there were some things in that one. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, but but yeah, you're right. Hopefully it's not the Broncos and the Colts. Hopefully we don't get Dear, that. dear God, I hope we avoid that. I just I, I want to touch that. Just anyone score touchdowns, preferably Chicago, but anyone. Get a TD. I Make think so. I think so, but you know, this um we'll see. Uh we'll we'll see. We're gonna discuss keys to the game, what we think could happen. Um, you know, this is another we were talking about it before this is one of the if the bears have a chance to win this is one that they could win compared to the next two that they're going to have on their schedule that other one dolphins without Tua, but that's getting way ahead of myself um yeah this is 
this is one of those where you you think that they could win because the Washington Commanders themselves are having their own struggles. You know, their head coach got asked, you know, what's the why are the other teams, you know, in the NFC East winning? And he said quarterback. And they were like, so what about your quarterback? Oh, he's done good things. It's just consistent. Like he wanted to like save it as a like, quarterback. That was all he said. He was like, Ron, quarterback. Ron, just don't say anything. <laughs> it's just best for you to say, oh, as a team, we're just not finishing. We're not playing just, well. Exactly. Just punt on the question. You know, like, <laughs> he's so blunt. That's that's not going to help you. But, hey, that helps Chicago because let's, let's drive down Wentz's uh, confidence without our involvement. Let Ron do that for us. Yeah, let's let's get Carson Wentz mad at him like he got mad at Doug Peterson. Like that's what we need to have happen right now. <laughs> getting getting in his head. <laughs> like that reverse psychology may not work for a quarterback that ended well with the Eagles. Went to the Colts, had an up and down year, broke both ankles at the exact same time, like fractured both at the exact same time, and then thought he was going to stay there, and then gets booted to to the Washington football team at the oh, time. Yeah. I think. Like, I was I was actually at that game where he messed up both his ankles, and like, I'm sitting up there, and it was uh, like Jacob Eason was coming in at the time because they're playing L.A., and people were up there like, oh, you know, where, where's Carson Wentz? And sure enough, like, I'd been sitting here next to these guys going, guys, he's not in. Eason's coming out to play. They're like, nah, you're crazy. And it's Eason the. <laughs> And they're like, what? No, not Chica Beeson. It's like, <laughs> what, what did I just tell you? He got both ankles rolled on the exact same play. The funniest thing ever was the next day, watching Pat McAfee say that. He goes, this is a dude that got both ankles broke at the same time. <laughs> like, this guy is tough, but he's also an idiot and just runs and all that stuff. That was It was hilarious. <laughs> because I've had many, I've had oh, my own man. podcast episode predicated toward Carson Wentz and talking because that's when the Bears thought about getting him and I went on this whole rant about why they shouldn't and we're seeing why but we'll get to that it's all gonna but Bears host Washington Thursday night football on Prime Amazon Prime which is having its own struggles with streaming services like it's it's not going well gonna have to buy myself a month of Prime I, I Used to be able to just flip my antenna and watch Fox. Thanks, NFL. Now I got to throw my money to Jeff Daddy Bezos over there. The only positive is Kirk Herbstreet is a very good, um, you know, guy to, to, do, to do the game. But yes, it, he is. It's horrible streaming. It goes in and out, and you think it's your internet, and it's not. It's because, oh, I wonder what everybody's going to do on Thursday night. Everybody's going to turn on Amazon Prime and watch this football game. So you would think your bandwidth would have been able to withstand all of this. Um, but if you have NFL Plus, it'll be on NFL Plus, too, so you can watch it there. So that's what you do. Get your seven-day free trial there, Zach, and then you could watch it. I'm, I might do that. Actually, I think that, that probably is the play. Because I, I don't know. I'm not – I don't have any crazy plans for Thursday. Thursday, Thursday nights are always awkward for, for, like, me in terms of my usual schedule. Like, I talk – you know, every, every time I jump on here, I tell you about that, the bar I go to. Well, they aren't airing it because it's not on Fox. They can't, they can't buy Amazon Prime's version to air at the bar, a Bears bar. That's depressing. So I got to deal with that. Nonetheless, I'll figure it out and watch what I'm hoping isn't like an ugly as sin football game. 
I, I hope I, know? I hope not. Um, but yeah, let's talk about this this matchup here. Um, I think it's funny on ESPN. It shows the spread is even. It literally has the words typed out even, which I've never seen before. But then when you look at other betting websites, it has the Bears minus one over under thirty eight and a half, which is fair. You know, you know, yeah, that, that seems fair. I would not bet on this game if I was anybody. I would not take the under. I would not even take. Mm-mm. I wouldn't take Washington plus one or the Bears minus one. That's it's, this is a trap betting one. Don't even do that. Um, but this is another Giants type game for the Bears, where they are evenly matched statistic teams. Um, you know, both struggling teams right now. Washington is one and four right now. Bears two and three. Bears are two and zero oh at home, which favorable for the Bears hosting them. Uh, Washington is 0-2 on the road. So this all is all favorable for the setup for the Bears to have some type of victory in Chicago and if they can yes, take the is. steps that they were taking versus the Vikings on Thursday night. Yeah, that that's what you're going to be seeing is what do we get? And sure, it's a short week, fair enough, but what do we see out of this roster come in this Thursday? You know, everyone thinks going to be paying attention to Justin Fields. Can he get another step in the right direction do we see more progress do does luke getsy open the playbook up fully or at least another gates lifted off the playbook restrictions is what it is mm-hmm. appearing to be right um you know those are things i think people are analyzing defensively it's you know what do we got to focus on okay stop the run because that's that's our poorest that's our poorest attribute good news is washington is not very much uh, adept, adept, or I would say they don't excel in that area. Um, their running back by committee setup doesn't really get much. They've been getting only ninety yard, 89 yards a game right now. Yes. So at least in theory, you should be able to lock down a little bit more in that department. Unless Antonio Gibson is, is the bell cow and blocking all of a sudden is improved and run calls are improved in that regard. Who do I know? You could always scheme that way. The other side of this coin is, well, Washington is weaker in the pass department on defense. Uh, Carson Wentz, though, has been their driving force on the opposite side of the ball, albeit Wentz has already thrown six interceptions this year. So you might want to be looking to get feisty. Maybe you take a few more chances defensively. And if I'm, I mean, if I'm Kyle Gordon, I mean, hey, Maybe that's maybe this is your game. You take a few more chances. You get a little confidence boost, you know, in that department because they won't have Jalen Johnson. He's already ruled out. So Jalen Jones will be back in again. Um, you're, that's your last week's secondary. You're seeing the same way. So you're gonna. I think you get a little opportunistic. I think if you can get some sort of pressure generated, maybe we'll see a few more uh, exotic blitzes from Allen Williams this week to try and get in Wentz's face and force the agenda. I think that's possible. Right. And that we can, I think, drive and win the turnover battle. And see, I could see that flipping then in Chicago's favor for a win. Yes. And then, you know, to build off of that, it seems like the Washington Commanders, you know, I don't know. I don't watch them a lot. You see highlights. It's hard to watch that type of team. Their whole line is also struggling. They are something. They are something. Carson Wentz has been sacked 20 times. Now, Justin Fields has been sacked 18 times. So, again, very similar struggles going on on each of these. That is relatable. Teams. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, but 
to talk defensively first because then we always end on a big big end on the offense because I'm old and grumpy and I have different thoughts than everybody else. Um, I You're right. I think this is a def- – you don't have Jefferson to guard now. You don't have Thielen to guard now. This is where – just kind of a free for all where you don't know who's really gonna who's just who's Carson Wentz gonna throw to. Like, do they have this big name receiver? Eh, you know, they have Samuel, you know, McLaurin, whatever you say his name. Mm-hmm. But they don't have like that's the guy, that's this all pro guy. So I think that they can take risks. Okay, Gordon, you know, Gordon, you're gonna go jam this receiver and you gotta play one on one. You've got to do this. And like you said, if you're going to – we said that about the Giants and we didn't see it, but it has to happen now. I think if you have anything on defense you want to try, you have to start seeing – evaluating. It's crazy that they evaluating. have to evaluate yes. what their corners can do, what their safeties can do, what can you do with the linebackers. Rotate some guys on defensive line. Robert Quinn has been struggling. He's been struggling. What can you do to help get him going? Is there something that you can do for him uh, defensively? But you do have to stop the run. Just because they only average 89 rush yards, it could be a game where they pop off because they're going to watch us and say, you know what? Yeah, we're going to do short little passes on the on the Bears and we're going to try to run the football because that's what Ron Rivera wants to do. He wants to run the football. I know they average watch 200. Watch the bootleg. Some, watch the bootleg, even though Carson Wentz's his ankles. Christ, watch the bootleg. <laughs> I don't know if Carson Wentz's ankles can hold up to continue to run the boot. <laughs> he might fracture both of them at the exact same time once again like he did with the Colts. Um, because what are they averaging? It's like two, 278 yards through the air. So, mm-hmm. you know, Chicago is going to have to, like, I know with the Vikings they kept everything in front. They wanted to rally and tackle. That's all well and good. But with a team that just wants to pass the ball over the place, you're going to have to not always play a zone. You're going to have to mix and match and do different things. And this is the perfect team to test that out out on short week. That's my only my, that's my only fear. It being a short week, they may not. They may come out and this. Listen to some NFL guys talk when they play Thursday night. They say there's not much they could do, you know, because they play Sunday, and then you'll have Monday off technically because you can't really do anything. You'll practice a little bit Tuesday. You're traveling, or if you're staying at home. The Bears can do something on Wednesday, and then they got to go. Like, there's really, you're just going to have to play some base. So, we could say this is what they should do. I have a feeling we're going to see similar stuff to the Vikings. You might see a little more man, you might see a little more bump and bump coverage, but they can't do as much because of the little shortened schedule. Like, oh, yeah. Like, high school, we're de- I'm dealing with that right now. I have a game Thursday night, too. Like, <laughs> right. we had a game Friday. We can't do much Saturday. High school, you ain't going to practice on a Sunday. So we have to practice yesterday and today, walk through tomorrow, and play on Thursday. So we're feeling it too, Chicago. We're feeling it too. <laughs> oh, I, I bet I bet you are. And yeah, you you don't have too much time to make adjustments. I mean, I feel I almost feel like when you're studying for and gearing up for your Sunday affair before the Thursday night affair, like that, like two weeks out. I feel like at the back end of that. You, you then just start doing like side project work where it's like, okay, we got this Thursday matchup, so let's do some quick stuff, kind of jot notes. And then you hit the ground running Monday go, okay, I already did the jot note, the notes jotted down. Here's what you need to know. We need to get this bashed into our heads right now. Yep. And then let's just hit the field and execute what we have, at least for opening game plan, you know, for what our first few drives are. Right. You know, or what we expect defensively out of their first few and then just get it on the fly because that's kind of – I've, with a shortened week, to me, I feel like you just can't 
be as meticulous in the amount of time you have. Like by for the road team, for example, by Tuesday night, I would say you're probably flying out. Or at least Wednesday afternoon, you're flying out at the latest to get out to your destination. Yes, and then you have to get some location that's allowed for you to use to go walk through and everything else. That's the only thing about the Bears that they have a plus on is that they can stay here. You know, now they did have they to are hosting. They did have to travel back um, on from Sunday, so that that sets them back. Well, if they were home Sunday and home again on Thursday. They have even upper edge, but it is tough to turn around. Um, those Aaron Rodgers Tuesdays on Pat McAfee's show, I think that's where I've heard it. That's become great, like an insight to NFL. Like, you really don't do much when it's a Sunday game into a Thursday. Like, there's really not too much you can do. The The coaches already have the game plan because they know that's coming up, so they already know on that Monday meeting this is what they're doing. Um, but – I could be wrong. They could come in and say, you know what? Yeah, we're going to do all of this. We already have this in our playbook for defense. We're going to go out there and do it. Or we're just going to see this base and they kind of feel how the game's going and see what they can do. Um, but, you know, that's what the defense is the defense. It's it, it's still sad to sit here because back in the day, I wish we were podcasting or podcasts were a thing back in the day. If it was Brian Urlacher, we could just sit here and be like, the defense just needs to do his thing and we move on. Like, we don't need to talk about it anymore. <laughs> We're just much. like, Peanut Tillman and them, just do what you do. It's fine. Get, get, we got all nostalgic with uh, you showing me off uh, NFL Plus and having games back to 2010, 20, 2009, that that whole era of Bears football. And the old school Fox logo, the one I clicked on, I can't remember what game it was. It was the old school yes. Fox from back in the day. Like, it was all on there. And yeah, quick side note, I know that the I know the tickers change all the time for like the broadcasts. Some people didn't like this. I always preferred the little mini box that Fox the little Fox box that they had in the corner. Mm-hmm. I felt it did just enough and it wasn't intrusive for the broadcast. Like it lets you just watch the game. Right. And it tells you just enough info. It's gone. I get it. They upgrade graphics because they do it all the time. I'm in TV, so that's just it's just how it is. You know, new look, new feel. Make it feel like it's cutting edge, but I miss it. You know, that, that's like defines like 2010s, like early 2010s, like Fox broadcasts to me is that little box. Right. Nope. Uh, you see all those logos on there and you remind you how cool they were. I mean, they're cool now, but back then you're like, oh, like kids, this is what I think. I'm so old. Kids don't know. These kids don't even know. That's what I think to myself. <laughs> These kids don't even know. What it looked like back in the day. They don't even know what we had to deal with to try to find these games. Didn't you realize? Yeah, and I, I can't even relate to this either, but it's like, don't you realize that we didn't have this ticker back in the day? In the 80s, we just had the stuff pop up on the screen, and then we just have to memorize the score in time. And, like, I, I'm thinking and watching highlights, I look at them back there, I'm like, that had been super annoying back in the day. It probably was. Well, but- I'm the old guy that also says, back in my day, we had to watch TV to see if there was snow closings. We had to watch a little ticker yeah, at the yeah. bottom of the TV to see if the school closed. Now you get yeah. an email or or an alert on your phone, and you know like it doesn't matter. That that was at least me for elementary and part of middle school. So. That was my whole life. <laughs> True. See, there you go. A little bit, slight gap. Slight gap between you and I. You know, All that stuff started to happen when I left high school. <laughs> I think they might have called, but like you never knew. And it was the house phone back then. You mm. didn't have smartphones really. Did you say house phone? Man, I haven't heard that. I haven't had a, heard that term in a minute. 
Like we had flip phones. My dad had the Nextel flip phone, the little beep beep. Like that. That's what I grew up with. Yes, house phone, guys. It's a phone that plugged into this little thing into your house. And my God, when they went cordless, don't even get me started when they went cordless. And no I'm joke. Like, oh my God. I'll be thirty. I, I'll be thirty-two, and I'm like thinking, oh my God, when they had portable and yeah. a VCR. Don't get me started. Uh, all I'm saying is, I hope that I'm w- I'm with you in the terms that you know maybe. We'll someday get back to that uh, roundabout way of having a more reliable all-phase defense again, which it's possible. You know, it's it's it is it's rebuilding like we've talked. So, you know, the run game is a weakness in this it, for any of this for this whole season. But I guess if we're talking in terms of the Commanders, like again, as long as you can do enough to stall drives and just mm-hmm. hold down that end of the bargain. There are opportunities I think you're going to get at Wentz. You're talking, I mean, 20 sacks. Like, there's opportunities. The Bears have shown that they can get back there with a weak enough line on the other side. Um, Not to mention, Washington is, in terms of turnover differential, again, I I stress this and I can't enough, negative seven right now. They're the second worst in the NFL. Only worse is New Orleans at this time. So when I say opportunistic, I mean you should expect the defense in the secondary specifically because that's their bread and butter. They've just been having to throw a ton and that's what they're going to do. Most likely you should expect, I would say at least one interception from Carson Wentz this game. I hope so because part of the keys to this is that secondary playing well. I think this is time Gordon shines. I think it's time they all get it, get it. And then key, I I, I guess he Robert Quinn start to really, he's so close to making certain plays that he's got to kind of get back into that form. break in. Yes. Um, And then we talked about Cleo Mack's gone. He's got to figure it out. They've got to figure out how to complimentary him either from somebody on the interior or on the outside on the other end because that interior got pushed around uh, against the Vikings. They're not going to go up against the same type of offensive line that the Vikings have, but they have to disrupt. They have to get some pressure on Carson Wentz. They have to get him to move around the pocket because he's not the same runner he used to be. He's had too many injuries on his legs. I joke about it, but he's had knee problems. He's had the ankle problems. they got to get him to move around, and if the secondary gets some confidence, those are keys for the defense, I think. But i got to see, and I think Roquan Smith will have a big game. People have been talking about him. I, I, this, this, this could be a game where he shuts some people up. He's been playing fine, in my opinion. He doesn't have to be I th- this. I thought huge. he did a few weeks back, but again, this is this is such typical fan base crap, where it's like, oh, this guy's on a one year deal, and then you're on the fence about him. Now, credit, yeah, Allen Robinson's kind of shot that argument from a few years ago in the foot because he's more and more <laughs> been kind of saying I'm disappearing. But I don't know about this one with Roquan. Again, I I'm on this I'm on the same deal where it's like, guys, he's been productive. He he was he was your first he's your first round draft pick from a few years back. He, he's been showing his value <clears throat> in recent years. He just wants to be paid for the value he's he has, which he's been snubbed of awards. He's been snubbed of some accolades in most of our opinion, and now it's about this whole rah, rabble rabble. He's not playing. He, he he might he might just be worth letting go. I don't I disagree. You know, but like but. but the Bears fans this do that. Yeah, the yeah. Bears. Oh, we, they do. I mean, every franchise does, but it seems like Chicago fans in recent years, or at least us Bears fans in recent years, we have to squabble about these petty little things like this where it's like, 
No, I I think he deserves to be paid well. Um, I would like to see him being a cornerstone moving forward, but of course, it's it, it jury's out until the whole season's done. That that's yes. the thing. Yes. So it's going to be very roller coaster. Right, and and I, and then we'll have to move on to the offensive side. But it just sucks for him because now he's even under more of a microscope of when he doesn't do something right, then it's blows up into this well that's why we're not signing him not every mm-hmm. single linebacker every single play is it's like they're going to get blocked some pass is going to get by them it's happened to hall of famers it's going to happen to him but he's just under this microscope and especially when it started where was it the training camp or the preseason where he wasn't going to play he's like i'm just going to sit the season out right he, he sat in you right. know but and then of course the extra adage is you know because he's representing himself you know, everyone's getting on. I was like, well, maybe you should have an agent. But again, I stress, like, this isn't the first time. Bobby Wagner, of all people, negotiated his own contract that right. set massive numbers when he was with Seattle. So it's not impossible. It's just that it has a stigma. And then, of course, because he's holding in and did that whole thing, now it's that now it's the whole mentality of, well, we don't need him anyway. We, we just move on. You know, it's a, it's a rebuild anyhow. But I, I, I dare I say... That hey, maybe getting your guys that are good in a rebuild to start, having you know your cornerstones, your foundational pieces, are you, kind of important. Are you evaluating the rebuild? We cannot be doing that. Oh dear God, did I did I go too far? You can't. I, be did doing I cross the line? We're gonna get canceled. I'm gonna get canceled now because Shoot, we're doing I, this. I crossed the line. Oh hey, speaking of this, while we are while we're recording here. Trending on Twitter is fire Ron Rivera. So maybe maybe Chicago will accelerate this we have a little to bit. Do that to one of our own who was on the 85 Bears. I know. I Yeah, and also, you know, defensive coordinator of the 06 squad mm-hmm. and all things. Which, in my opinion, if he doesn't leave Chicago, I think that the Bears actually have more winning seasons with him. You know? So. Yeah, but the Bears that, have not made good decisions. De- that's for debate. Rex Grossman was around at the time. You can't always compensate for Rex Grossman. <laughs> so. There's even a Twitter account now that's fire Ron Rivera. It's already made. Well, here we are. Maybe Chicago can help with that. And, and you know, I do think a lot of stuff matches up well to where I'm actually high on them getting a win in this one. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Who? The Bears? Oh, yeah. No, I, I think Chicago can take this one, personally. Because, <laughs> I'm sorry, the one that popped up that says, why are there other NFC teams farther ahead at this point? Quarterback. That's <laughs> <laughs> Quarterback. Because <laughs> as soon as you said that, I saw that. I had to read it again. Like, oh, my God. Ron Rivera, oh, you're losing so it. funny. You're losing it. You're too worried about political stuff. But anyway, we're moving that's on. So that's so funny to me. Um, but yeah, that's the keys for the defense, and then the keys for the offense. Can we please not play 
Sam must have. It's just too short of a week. You just, you put it. You put the words in your mouth. They're not going to switch it up. Damn it! It's going to it's going to be the same line. So Mustafer is going to again be the guy that everyone's looking at as the liability. You know, and even I mean I mean Lucas Patrick. You know maybe and this is just we're all talking this, but like you know he's had his moments of guard where I'm like, oh, you have not been playing at 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 the high level either, but. I still would prefer like, hey, he is he's most of his he has played many positions, but you know, we brought him in, I thought, as a center. So play him at center. On ESPN it still has Lucas Patrick at center, and I am so mad that it's still saying that. It's gonna be Sam Mustafer. Yeah. I and that was that was hilarious. Whenever when he start when Mustafer was put in the starting roster because ESPN apparently wants is manifesting this like it's going to happen so we might as well just flip it around. Like ESPN is aspiring against me here because they're putting it there, but you're right. Short week, they show, showed some progress against the Vikings. They're probably like, oh, we could play him until Whitehair comes back. Like <laughs> it's all good, and so that's probably what's going to happen. Um, Tevin Jenkins will still grow um, and play well. I just think the Bears have to continue what they started with the Vikings against against Washington. I almost called them their name again. The Washington Close. Commanders. I almost called them the old name. That would get me in trouble, apparently. Um, they give up a lot of pass yards. Um, they only give up 110 rush yards. The Bears get about 170 on the ground. So they don't have a great rush defense, but it's not the worst thing we've seen. We struggled to run the ball last week, so I can almost tell you that that's what they're going to try to do. The Bears are going to come in and say, we have to run the football. Um, but I need it would be nice to continue to see the short pass game to open up the long game. I do think when we talked about Bear, the, the Vikings game, Komet has to be more used in the short passing game. He he proved, and he's hard to tackle. And I think Darnell Mooney's starting to get some catches. He should hopefully start drawing more attention. And hopefully that opens other people up. And I also think send Montgomery out there and run some routes because he can catch the football and he can do some of those things. So I think those right. are the things we have to continue to see against the commanders. A short week, they'll keep it base. So that's what worries me about opening up the whole playbook. But if they just if they have a schedule and continue on the schedule, that's what we need to see on Thursday. Yeah, that it would be nice. I would. I mean, keeping schedule. You know, if it's the same style of play calling, where you know what we had at least where it's open up a little more. Sure, fine. You know, just execute better at that point. You know, if you're going to run plays, make sure that you are having a little bit more situational awareness at times. I'm looking mm-hmm. at like, you know third like checking to runs that are you know you're going to probably be predictable run scenarios or you know get some confidence and make it a rhythm that you can see Justin Fields get into and to where he can get the ball out and not have to worry about say a Chase Young coming around the corner and wrecking his day right you know? or uh or sweat as well coming around the yes. coming up the interior. So I mean th- that's a formidable front four that the Commanders have. If they're going to do anything against Fields, they're going to probably pressure the hell out of them. So 
if you can't get that run game going, better be a quick pass game or rhythmic pass game. Don't let them sit too long. And Fields better have alleys to scramble. Otherwise, if they play contain, then it's going to be an, then to me that's when we get into the territory of this will be an ugly grind out. You know who gets the most one or two like best uh, plays or key moments that we'll see. Right. That's what worries me. There is that I think that could possibly happen in that sense. Right, because the Commanders are struggling, but they've been in some games. They do have some tough players on defense because Ron Rivera does. He's a defensive guy, so that's what they're going to look at. Um, I I think that I liked how the beginning of the game went. Not not the ten players on the field where we had to take a delay a game, <laughs> right? But that screen, like. I, I'm telling you, I, screens, tunnel screens, quick screens, listen to other sports shows. They don't like that for Chicago. Mm-hmm. Me personally, again, I've, I've said it the last two episodes, I'm going to say it again, just to see Justin Fields churn, complete a pass, he sees it. If it gets back to the line of scrimmage, if it gets one yard, whatever, he's seeing that, he's feeling how he's throwing the football. He, he like To get in some type of rhythm, okay, I see you catch the football. Then you turn around and you throw a quick hitch that's like four or five yards. He's seeing that. Then Cole Komet catches a ball, and then Mooney should have caught that ball in the end zone. I'm telling that that one he was wide open. Um, I think that's on Justin Fields and Mooney. Mooney looked like he wasn't running what Fields thought he was, but that was Justin Fields, Ohio State, and him coming out where he's going to underthrow it or overthrow it. That was just that's just what it was. That's what we're going to get from him. But the reason why that was open was because of those short little things they were doing up front to open that up. Uh, and that's what we need to see. And I think we need to see six-man pass protections. O-line did pass protection a lot better. They're going up against a good rush defensive ends. Mm-hmm. We've got to see running back staying in block. We've got to see Cole Komet block down hard and then get out for a pass, like chip and go type of things. Um, <clears throat> and I think they should have to continue to move the pocket. And the more Justin Fields does that stuff, the more they're going to leave a spy on him, which opens up somebody else. Um, and they just kind of – it's a shortened week. But like we've said a million times, open up the book and call everything on there because what what do you got to lose? You know, I was going to find a big book. <laughs> Come on, just pull one out. I mean, what do you got to lose? Throw the book at him. Just open up all this book and call every play, every play you got. Just call it. Nice. Shout out Kobe Bryant. I found my showboat Kobe Bryant book. Hey. Always give the shout out there to him. Rest in peace to a legend. Oh, too soon. This is way off. Too soon. Belichick Ooh, and Brady. Yeah. Too soon. Yeah, maybe a little too soon on that one okay. as well. Okay. You know what do I what do I know? Maybe maybe Zappy uh, is the turning point for them to get back on track. Zappy's the new Brady. <laughs> sure. Um. But I also think Montgomery. I didn't like how they used Montgomery and Herbert last game. I'm going to die on this hill. Herbert is a good running back. He's not quite like Montgomery where he's this huge power runner and Montgomery's better out catching the football. But I think Mm -hmm. you have to have both in the game at some point. You have to have one in the backfield, one lined up as a receiver or something. And I think that would help you and it would help Justin Fields keep one in to protect, one's going out for a pass. Yeah, it looks like they... What I've been seeing them do, they have a. I think they have. They showed against Minnesota. They have more concepts where it's like you'll have Herbert or Montgomery is like that one A one B option, mm-hmm. and then the option two is Ebner. 
because I'm assuming it's because he's more of a speedster. Yeah. But I'm with you where I'm like, eh, I mean, I've seen Herbert catch, you know, Montgomery clearly can. Why can't you line both of them up? You know, but I guess because Ebner's speed, that's what they're trying to do is it's variable. You know, do you want to take on the bit? Do you want to take on the bruiser or do you want to deal with the guy that can cut out of that can cut on you and make it up the field north south after he gets to you on a swing pass? Right. So that's where you're at. I do also think they have to take the champagne approach. Champagne believed in um, taking two deep shots a quarter. So he wants to take eight deep shots a game. Keep the defense honest. Right, and I think at some point in the first quarter, you're going to have to see Mooney. You're going to have to attack the secondary for Washington, and we're going to see if we can't throw something deep um, because I was going to look. Yeah, because they give up 255 passing yards, so that tells me that secondary is struggling a little bit or they're young and they're really relying on their defensive line and their linebackers, which is what Ron Rivera is known for. He's known for trying to have a tough interior so I think that they're going to have to try to take that approach and say, okay, twice a quarter we're going to throw it deep to somebody. We're going to go do something and, and make them back up a little bit to help out in the run game. And I think we need to start seeing – let's see some exotic formations against Washington. Like what are they going to do? It's Washington. They're one and four right now. You know, let's start – come out come out in the power T for all I care. Go back to old school Bears and come out in different formations, do some different things, different mm-hmm. – you know – um, motions and what do you have to lose? Find different ways to get uh, Mooney the ball. Maybe hand it to him. Maybe throw a screen for him. Jet like, sweeps. Jet sweeps. Put him in the backfield and run a a screen for him. A tunnel screen. Start doing stuff like that, and then people see it on film and start going, "Okay, they're getting real creative. They're getting real creative." You know, I, I dare. I hate to say this, but we can't take it away. Nagy was really creative at the beginning when he got to Chicago. Very creative. And then kind of dropped off the face of the earth there. Um, too much being himself, his BU stuff. But that's maybe let's start seeing that against Washington. What do we have to lose? Nothing. Not much. Not much at all. It's what, it's what you get when you have a, you know, you have a rebuild. You have a strip to the bone roster you know take your chances make mistakes and see what you got you know and you know keep on keeping on that's what i'm saying so yeah i mean i i think this is a game you can do that because it is an opponent that is kind of feels like it's spiraling right now you know mm-hmm. kind of like honestly it's funny how the panthers fire their coat fire mat rule this week and the other team spiraling is the former Panthers head coach, Ron Rivera. Yes. Um, I don't know if they'll pull the trigger like Matt Rule, but it is kind of, it's almost, it's just ironic how that happens to be the case right now. Right. For them. So I don't know. I mean, you have opportunities. Be opportunistic. Take advantage of Wentz's mistakes. They're bound to happen. Oh, they it's will happen. It's been his MO for the last few years, you know. Carson Wentz is not the guy. Um, no. We talk about Justin Fields, if he's the guy or not. I, you know, We have opinions. There's some days where he doesn't look like the guy. There's days he does. We can't fully put the stamp on and say this is a bust or not the guy. Carson Wentz is almost a bust. I don't know. I, I don't know. I wouldn't put him quite as a bust because people always go back to the MVP year he had and look at this and that. 
he's just been too inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I told you, I did a whole episode about why the Bears shouldn't even go after this guy. There's times he looks lights out and looks good. You watch, he's on the Amazon Prime thing with the Eagles. Um, he he was on the Hard Knocks thing with the Colts. Seems like a nice guy. People say good things about him, blah, 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 blah. But he just is too inconsistent with what he does. His mechanics aren't that good. Some of his decision-making isn't that good. Mm-hmm. And like I said, he could light it up. He could go out there and throw for 270 yards and throw for two touchdowns oh, yeah. and everything's good. And then there's times he'll throw for 250 yards, but he's going to have two interceptions or he's going to get sacked a lot. He's going to try to be a runner. He's going to make a mistake. And he could play good for three quarters and a fourth quarter be terrible. But when he played good was when he had Doug Peterson, who was an offensive-minded coach. And so, you know, Colts' season was up and down with him. Uh, he just just – some guys have that it factor and they thought he was going to have the it factor and elevate people to win and do this. It just hasn't happened. He's had like two good years with the Eagles and then just normal years. So I won't say quite like a bust because when he's healthy, he's good, but yeah, he'll make a mistake and we have to capitalize on when that happens. Pretty much. Yeah. I, ever since, ever since that uh, ACL, terror back in 2017 you know it's almost like it's just been a complete i wouldn't say a spiral but it is his 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 ceiling has definitely lowered in terms of what you get and and he's like you said he's still capable of those like four touchdown 300 plus yard games he did it week one Mm -hmm. you know the the main reason that they have a win right now was because he willed them to victory and threw four touchdown passes against jacksonville so it's not impossible. It's just that when you're getting sacked 20 times through five weeks, that also plays into it, which, of course, Bears fans know. I mean, Fields has been sacked 18 times now through five weeks. So, you know, you add the pressure in, and it does affect you. Not to mention Wentz, I think, sometimes plays too much hero ball mm-hmm. at times. He tries he to do extra. In, Colts fans know. You know, that game against uh, the game against Los Angeles in particular, where, yeah, you know, he has injuries to both his ankles. That was because he played too much hero ball during that specific drive. Um, one of their losses in particular against Tennessee throws a pick six from within his own pocket. Mm-hmm. He's playing hero ball. He plays hero ball. You can make him make mistakes because he gets too much involved with trying to be everything. Yep. So. There are opportunities. And again, I think that, you know, we've seen that guys, that multiple guys on Chicago can have those spurts of getting pressure. You know, Justin Jones, Travis, Travis Gibson, of course. You know, uh, Robert Quinn's getting back there, just needs to be more consistent. Robinson, by the way, who has been, you know, coming in as a rookie, mm-hmm. pretty solid start to his rookie career so far. You know, there's opportunities. You know, and again, I think that's why I, I see it. This is a win for Chicago. I think that there is enough evidence you could say that they'll take it, and it's a home game as well. They'll have a little more comfort on their side too on a short week. Yes, um, this will be no cakewalk. The Washington is. You look at their schedule; they've been a tough team. I mean, to beat Jaguars, who are playing well right now, um, but we talked about he threw for four touchdowns. He also threw two interceptions, so there's those yep. mistakes that he does as well, and he gets lucky. Or not lucky, I guess. He just is able to do enough to win besides the mistakes. 
Then you lose to the Lions, who people want Dan Campbell fired out of there for some reason. <laughs> right. Um, right. Lost to the former team Eagles, lost to a good Cowboys team. Close last week against the Texans. It literally came down to the wire there. So they are tough. They just, I don't think, they're kind of with the Bears right now where they're, they're just kind of trying to figure out who they are. Washington is in a not quite the rebuild. But I think that the Bears are in a better spot right now with this new culture being put in. And I just think with all that they've already, they've played the way they went against the Vikings and everything and, you know, overcame the Giants debacle there, they have an opportunity to win. And like, and the biggest thing out of all of this, being at home on a short week, biggest thing. Yeah, very much so. Want to do score predictions? Sure. We'll we'll go with the predictions. Mm, okay. Um, I think I started last week. I'll let you go first this week. All right. Well, because of everything we talked about, if the Bears can figure out certain players on defense, certain players can step up. If they can figure out Gibson's done well, um, if Robert Quinn can finally start to attack an offensive line that might be a little banged up and just like the Chicago Bears offensive line. Um, <laughs> Roquan Smith shut some people up. They get some going some confidence on offense. If they just open it up, um, get the run game back going, and short little passes, which open up everything else, um, make Carson once make mistakes, get him moving around in the pocket. I think the Bears could pull this off at home. It'll be a nice crisp 52 degrees at kickoff and slowly getting colder as it goes on. Bears weather, they love to play in that. Um, I'm going to go with the Bears getting a win before they get to a big, tough part of their schedule. Um, I'll have the Bears winning. The over-under is 38.5 for both. I don't know if maybe we'll get there. I don't know. I just have a feeling Washington will still score. So I'm going to go with 24 okay. to 13. Mm. So you so – you, okay. So, yeah, you – are just on so you're doing the under but like right on the threshold yes because i just because i think if carson wentz who knows how he's going to deal with this thing that ramavira did if they have a good relationship what he said won't matter but just to say quarterback and then try to backpedal and say well he's played well but we're just not doing this we're not doing this you say <laughs> that stuff in the locker room that's the type of thing right. you say there. no it was it totally he, he, he tra- it was a trap question and he fell right into the trap so right you know he definitely messed that up. Uh, I will. I do think that affects him. Affects this whole issue for them. But I mean, honestly, like I said, Car- like we talked, Carson Wentz. He's going to make a mistake. It's bound to happen. I think he at least throws an interception or gives away a fumble um, that Chicago will be able to take advantage of. Thing is, can Chicago limit their mistakes? Which recently, I like the discipline that Matt Eberflus has brought to Chicago, and I think that will prevail over what Washington has shown so far this year. Um, I've got the Bears in this one, and I think they slightly break the over. I'm going to take this one 21 to 17. It's going to be actually, or well, now nah, that doesn't break the over. Give me 21 20. I'll, I'll go that I'll go that short of threshold and they also ha- they also uh, have the spread with that uh, in some books. And I, I'm just thinking because it's going to be somewhat like last week, I think, for the Commanders. I think you're going to have a bit more back and forth, but you're facing an, an offense that is much more run-heavy, 
and that can surprise you. And I think they'll just make some mistakes in the end is what's going to happen. Chicago's yep. more disciplined. It is definitely this year already showing it is a more disciplined football team than it was under the last regime. I think that wins out as well as a good defensive effort by the Bears that Allen Williams will draw up. So 21-20, Chicago walks away. They're 3-3 three and three through six weeks after Thursday night. Yeah, I'm sorry to regret my 24 to 13 pick, but I'm going to stick with it because I hope that they make a maybe we get a fumble scoop and score. Maybe we do this. Hey, you never know. Get you a big know. man scoop and score. I'd love to. That's what I would see. Get me. Let's do like a Justin Jones rushing yes. that bad boy down there. Yes. <laughs> and Robert Quinn blocking for him, and Rob Quinn hey, Smith there out there. Robert Quinn blocking there. Eddie Jackson's running with him on the side. Like, come on, man, you can finish him. <laughs> <laughs> Because I don't think the Commanders have played a cold game yet, so we'll see. They've been in yeah, warm rain, weather. rainy, but yeah, I wouldn't say cold. You know, they were at the Lions, which is a dome. Eagles, I think it was a sunny game. They're at the Cowboys in a dome. It's in Nashville or, or the Tennessee. It was yeah. warm. It's not going to be used to this fifty degree coolness up here. Should should be a you know autumn evening. Yeah, up in Chicago. Yeah, I'll be coaching in it too. I'll be in my hoodie and sweatpants. Don't don't you worry. <laughs> um, both getting a Bears win before the tough part of their schedule. Uh, Zach has them twenty one twenty. I have them twenty four to thirteen. I'm regretting that, but I'm gonna stick with it twenty four thirteen because you never know. Um, well, that will wrap up this Bears versus the Washington football team. I just had to say it. The Washington Commanders <laughs> preview. Um, <laughs> Check out Zach's other podcasts, USFL Podcast, Inside the Walls Podcast, Fourth of Four Podcast, which is on Sundays, breaking down everything in the NFL. Check oh, it yes. all out. Um, Zach, thanks for coming back. Guys, like and subscribe, all that good stuff. Um, this is another episode, and we will see you guys next time. Peace out. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. O'Reilly Auto Parts specializes in keeping your car on the road. Not sure how much life is left in your battery? Our professional parts people will test it for free. If it does need to be replaced, we'll help you find just the right one to fit your car. Our superstar batteries are built to handle even the toughest conditions. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, oh. 